0: Why is this man even being charged? The Mike Rock Show is brought to you by the Righteous Community on Discord. When you're tired of the liberalist censorship and you're ready for an honest conversation about life and how we can make this country a better place to live, join Righteous.com on Discord. That's R-I-G-H-T-E-U-S dot com. Okay, we got another incident that just, to me, doesn't make sense. We got a bodega cashier, and he can't sell a woman a bag of chips. Now, a bag of chips, because the EBT card isn't working. Next thing you know, the girl's boyfriend decides to come behind the counter, not up to the cashier, but behind the counter, which is already invading this man's space. He pushes him down. He's threatening him. He's intimidating him. No, he doesn't have a weapon. However... He has invaded this man's private space, and he means to do what looks like it. looks like he means to do this man some harm. But before we go any further, I'm just going to go ahead and let you uh, watch a little bit of this footage with me. Let's go ahead and uh, switch on over. Prosecutors may have to go to the videotape what's on it and what's not on it, and deciding how to handle the hot potato case of bodega clerk Jose Alba, who fatally stabbed a 37-year-old ex-con who went behind the counter to menace him. Mr. Alba's attorney has said that off camera, the the person that came behind the counter, his girlfriend, showed a knife, and that that's why deadly physical force was needed. Brian Wagner, a defense attorney who spent seven years as an assistant district attorney Mm. in Brooklyn, (laughs) telling CBS2 that the case will probably hang on whether Alba's decision to stab 37-year-old ex-con Austin Simon was proportionate to the threat. It'll come down to, does video surveillance show that, and whether or not a jury believes that deadly physical force was needed because a knife off camera was shown? That's enough. That's enough. I, I, I don't... None of this, again, nothing makes sense. We have self-defense laws here. It's part of the Second Amendment. You have the right to defend yourself. And I'm sorry. If you don't work behind that counter and you decide because you're younger and you're stronger or you're just, you know, an intimidating monster, whatever whatever you thought you were when you jumped behind that counter, the minute you invaded that man's space, whatever happens to you, you've got that coming. And no, and I'm not saying that in every instance that justifies killing someone. I'm saying that man should have never jumped behind that counter in the first place. And and, and when you watch the video, it wasn't as if he jumped behind the counter. The man stabbed him. He jumped behind the counter. He's pushing this man. He's trying to drag this man out from behind the counter. At least that's what it looks like. And it wasn't until that man felt like he had no other choice. At 60-something years old that he pulls out his knife that he's had on him the whole time. And then he stabs this man in self-defense and he happens and and he kills him as a result. And whether his intention was to kill him or not, when are we going to stop victimizing the predators? Dude, if you do if you do anything of the sort now and and I get it, police brutality and, you know, unnecessary violence against black people and and all I get it. But why are we only seeing incidents where. The black, 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 a black individual is committing the crisis, instigating the problem at hand. Like we're trying to say that it's okay with what he did, uh, but he shouldn't have he shouldn't have tried to kill him. Uh, Dude, I'm sorry. I don't know what you're going to do to me. You jump behind the counter and you mean to do me harm and you're pushing me and you're shoving me and. You're trying to remove me from my workplace. Now, I don't know how many feet you have to go before they consider that kidnapping. But why do I have to now wait until and know the law at that to decide, well, this might be a good time to go ahead and kill him? No, you come behind that counter trying to do me harm and you're bigger than me, stronger than me. And I'm 60 something years old. That's why I'm carrying the knife in the first place, because I know there's some bad people in my neighborhood. Uh, d- the fact that they even thought to charge this man, and they're still thinking about it. His $500,000 bail went down to, I believe, $50,000, and the owner of the bodega um, used the money to bail him out and stuff, and, and and good for them. And I believe the mayor or somebody who's running for mayor, some something to that effect, is actually on his side and great. I just don't understand why... Anybody would feel that something like this would warrant you. If anything, everybody should have been applauding this man because he stood up for himself and because he has the right to defend himself. And at 60 something years old, he was able to defend himself from a 30 something year old ex-felon who was attacking him because of a bag of chips. And, and I, I am not. I'm the last person to condone violence when it's unnecessary. But I don't think we can look at this situation at all in any instance and say that his response wasn't warranted. Whether he intended to kill the man or not, again, that man never had to step behind that counter. And when you do stupid stuff like that, you don't know what the consequences are going to be. You don't now know how that person is going to defend themselves. And I don't think it's right to try to tell a person who has to defend themselves, "Well, you should be thinking about the law. Or you should be thinking about what is necessary and unnecessary." You are in the heat of the of the moment, and the only thing you can think about is protecting yourself, uh, is living, is surviving. You don't know what this younger gentleman is about to do to you. I. I The way that we are treating self-defense, the way that we are looking for reasons to get rid of and abolish the Second Amendment, because that's what it really is. That's what it's about. They want to get rid of the Second Amendment so that we are no longer, it isn't just about the guns. There are other things involved with the Second Amendment that they are trying to get rid of. They don't want us to be able to defend ourselves. And I'm sorry, but no institution, especially the institution that the institutions that the, that the Constitution was created for, they should not be allowed to do anything to remove our Second Amendment rights. Those things are in place to protect us from individuals and our own government when our government shows that they are no longer acting in our best interests. That's what the reason why we have things like the Declaration of Independence and the US Constitution. It's also the reason why they are trying to get rid of those things so that we no longer have those rights that are afforded to us because of what our ancestors and what the people before us fought for. I was so excited with the idea that Elon Musk was going to buy Twitter. And now that he's not, I'm a little I'm a little You know, not concerned. I'm a little disappointed in the fact that he's not going to buy Twitter, that something isn't going to happen um, to get ownership up out of there. It isn't so much about Elon Musk buying Twitter, but the fact that we are trying to make efforts to get rid of the liberal liberal censorship that is being controlled by um, social media and the news media uh, alike. But I understand, you know, I understand why he has decided not to go through with the deal. And now he's about to be sued by Twitter and everything else. And that's got to be a pretty bold statement in and of itself. The fact that, you know, you're going to be sued. I believe there was a $1 billion uh, exit fee if he decided not to go through with the deal. And um, he knew what the repercussions were for backing out of that deal. And he decided to do it anyway. I'm waiting for him to make comments on on why he did what he did. I don't want to listen to what the assumptions that are being made. But when you look at the evidence, he's already shown that, for instance, there were more bots on Twitter than Twitter was willing to admit. Um, There are some other things he just it's it's way overvalued. And he didn't know that going into the deal until he was uh, finally given the data he needed to decide whether or not this was worth the buy. They didn't want to give it to him at first. And they finally did. They did the homework. They found out it wasn't worth what they were offering at all. And so he's basically decided to back out of the deal. Not mad at you, Elon, but something still needs to be done about the liberal censorship that is going on with places like Twitter, with Facebook, uh, with the news media and other sorts. We need a platform that we can all go to for honest conversations and for uh, open-ended, you know, not not being afraid to share our opinions without ridicule or without being canceled or without losing our jobs and things like that. We, need, we still need that platform. And my suggestion always was, especially with the type of backing that Elon Musk has, why doesn't, and Elon, this is just a suggestion, I am not a billionaire. I'm not going to act like I'm smarter than you because I know I'm not. But why not partner up with an established uh, platform, kind of like Getter? Or, God forbid, create your own. Use that same money to create something better that allows for free speech, that makes people want to be where you're at. I do believe that you could develop a following even more so than Donald Trump. But the fact remains, whether he buys Twitter or not something needs to be done about the liberal censorship that is keeping us from sharing our opinions and being able to listen to the facts so that we can make up our own minds about what's going on uh, in this country right now so that we know who to vote for. And we are not being manipulated into believing that one person is better than the other. Or, I mean, because there's some, again, the evidence that we are able to see, even despite all the uh, liberal censorship, is showing us that um, the Democrats don't have our best interest at heart and that there's some underhanded things going on that they are hiding and, and covering up and, and not taking accountability for. And it's just wrong because I thought we lived in a country where people were, go- were, where people were actually, when we say equality, people are actually being, if I'm going to be punished for doing a certain crime, then everybody should be punished for doing the same crime. If something is being brought to light, especially from our president, and he's as crooked as any criminal in the prison system these days. Everything needs to stop. We don't need to be deflecting and concentrating on anything else. Our leader is corrupt, and we need to or potentially, corrupt. And we need to address that first. Forget the January 6 committee hearings. those are going that's a sideshow. If you guys haven't already noticed, that is just meant to keep our attention away from everything else that's going on. The border, the the border issues, people, you know, you got people dying at the borders. They're bringing in drugs that could kill entire cities. We've got um, we had I don't know where we're at with it because we haven't heard anything else at this point. Probably something else that they buried. But we had the baby formula issue. We've got the Hunter Biden laptop that nobody wants to talk about because it shines a negative light on the Democratic Party. We just got a whole lot going on and I'm not going to act like I'm educated enough to know absolutely everything. And I don't know where to get this information. I just know that we're not getting the information from the news and the social media platforms. So, you know, I, I think I do believe still that Elon Musk knows exactly what he's doing. That man is a billionaire. I think he's a trillionaire now and he's, and he got that way for a reason. And if that man was going into a business deal and something made him back out, I have to trust. I have to trust that he knew that there was a good enough reason for him to say, I may be fighting for free speech, but this is not the way to do it. Last uh, and last but not least, man, if you guys are looking for a platform to join, I've been it isn't truth social. I mean, I'm not saying truth social isn't the place isn't a good place to be, but I've been over on Getter lately, Getter.com. And if you guys have a chance to go over there, you can find me at the Mike Rock Show. Um, it's it is it is a marketplace for free speech, for open idea, open ended ideas. And I haven't seen them banning people for anywhere near uh, the same reasons that they've that Twitter and Facebook has been banning other people. So if you get a chance, join us Let's show some support for uh, these platforms that are allowing us to speak our mind. Uh, you'll find there's a lot of people over there. There is some interaction going on, and I think we can make it a better place if we decide to just ignore the nonsense. And let the Democrats have their 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 little—let them do what they do in private. Let them have that. Let's not waste energy on them and start focusing more on what we need to do to make this place um, better than what it is. Anyways, man, I'm t- I'm done rumbling. I got some other things to do. I got to spend some time with the kids before I go to work. You guys enjoy the rest of your night, man. I hope— I have nothing but love and respect for everybody, and I hope you guys enjoy the message. Take care. Have a good night. Peace.